Hey, this is Lou Mangello from WDW Radio, and you're listening to the Five-ish Fangirls Podcast. Let's do this. Just as we continue all the way to episode 398 of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast, I wish for fairy tale life and it's all gone terribly wrong or terribly right. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. So glad you joined us. Let's start off like a drift with virtual table and see who's joined us this week. This is Chrissy from Salt Lake City. This is Holly from Wisconsin. And this is Rachel in Annapolis, Indiana. Hello, everyone. Hello. I desperately just want to break into song, but uh, I can't carry a tune like Giselle. So I'm going to try (laughs) to control myself. And my my voice, my my voice would kill me if I tried. So yeah, (laughs) apologies up front. I'm fighting off a cold, but I am here because I really like, well, anyway, I really wanted to talk about these movies. Yeah. That and Chrissy oh, yeah. really wanted really wanted to hear about my weekend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got to live vicariously through the pictures. Now we want deets. Yep. yep. <laughs> like we need details. Tell me more. That's much longer. Well, thankfully, we don't have a whole lot of news, so we'll get to my weekend really quickly. Uh, so first up couple of trailers disney decided that we needed uh, some early christmas presents uh, for movies that are not due out for like another six seven months uh it it was at brazil comic-con i think something like that something like that and yeah all of these random like ant-man feature from brazil comic-con like okay sure why not anyway so we've got our first look at well and we have the name so we can no longer call it indiana jones 5 uh we now have a full title and a trailer is indiana jones and the dial of destiny indy indy is back mm-hmm. not that he ever really went anywhere but no he is back and so is Sara. That made me uh-huh. very happy to see Joey's Davis in the trailer. I'm like, yes, yes. Sara! Yes. For, 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 for all of the Crystal Skulls faults, I rank not including Sala in that movie among the highest. So at least this one is getting that right. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. What's really wild short little tangent here what's really wild is when chauncey first asked me out when he he finally got the nerve to approach me and ask me out he his intention was for us to go and see indiana jones and kingdom of the crystal skull oh my which we did that was not our first date that was like our second date uh we went on a on a date where we could actually talk to each other first before going to i've always found date you know first dates in a movie really weird because you get talk to each other um mm-hmm. you need to save that for not the first date so we had a, a first date where we could actually talk to each other and then decided a second date 
was going to happen then that's what we went and saw indiana jones and that's so funny because it's like that's the first movie we ever saw together and now 15 years later we're finally getting the next one yeah 15 years by the time this movie comes out it tells you all you need to know about indy 4 yes so it's like yeah everyone's like harrison ford is so old now i'm like well yeah because they waited 15 years in between movies yes (laughs) complained that he was old in the last one so exactly (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and it took him 15 years to get the script in the condition that it's in so fingers crossed it's a damn good script (laughs) yeah we can only hope uh-huh. so, so i mean it looks like it's going to be fun oh uh, but we shall see it looks like maybe they're acknowledging like not just crystal skull but some of the other weird stuff like with the arc mm-hmm. and all that where you know it's like indy has always tried to be a man of academic and science and archaeology and things steeped in reality but at this point he's getting to the age where he's like i've seen some shit and it can't yep. all be explained with science uh-huh. uh it's so like, like no, you don't believe in magic uh-huh just tell that to the face melted nazis huh exactly yeah <laughs> exactly i mean i'm all for melting the faces of nazis but at the same time, that that's not just something you can explain away with, like, well, Einstein's theory of relativity right. says, you know. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yep. uh yeah, for for better or worse, India's back. And uh at the very least, uh, Chauncey and I will be there just to complete the circle, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 15 years later this is how we're going to celebrate our 15th anniversary <laughs> i'll have to look up what anniversary the 15th is yeah <laughs> I, no i doubt it's the long overdue movie sequel anniversary but whatever i don't think so that's okay um and then we got our trailer for guardians of the galaxy volume three hot off the tail of uh the guardians of the galaxy holiday special which i watched last night and that was ridiculously fun it is it's like i mean it's very much guardians of the galaxy where it's like it's so ridiculous because the characters are ridiculous but it totally works and still fits within the mcu and someone give kevin bacon a big old slap on the Mm. back for being such a good sport (laughs) i just looked up what the 15th wedding anniversary gift was Mm. this is you're gonna laugh it's crystal (laughs) okay then (laughs) that's hilarious maybe we'll have to celebrate with some crystal head vodka there you go there Perfect. you go you're welcome dan Aykroyd. um 
<laughs> back to the guardians <laughs> yeah back to the princess hilarious uh yeah so back to the guardians of the galaxy um yeah it's the Bucky's guardians missing an arm <laughs> again yeah <laughs> Back to Guardians Unless, Volume Three, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, where I'm sure some of Guard of Guardians Volume Three will pick up some of the plot threads that were given to us in the hol in the holiday special. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it looks. I mean, compared to the other Guardians, this looks more serious. But More we're obviously we're, we're we're still dealing with the fallout from the snap and everything. Oh, and, yeah. you know the fact that there's a Gamora running around out there, but it's not the you know it's not the Gamora that Peter Quill fell in love with, and they all knew, yeah, you know, from the very first movie. So you know, yeah, it looks like we're gonna get a bit more uh backstory on some of our characters including rocket and the little baby rocket and apparently there's an otter in the guardians now which oh my god yep. i love otters so, See, so if memory serves from whenever we get friends, a, a yeah i'm gonna that need might be a plush <laughs> yeah I, yeah if the if there's a plush i need that it'll go right next to to morris Same. um so <laughs> Yeah, this one definitely it kind of has that feel of this is you know the trilogy, the Guardians trilogy, and this is this is it because I. Uh, I, I mean, it's going to have to be for a while now yeah. that James Gunn has moved over to DC. So yeah, this is true. So this is kind of be kind of the well, and I think some of the actors' contracts are up to and. Oh yeah, yeah. They may or may not renew them. Yeah. Or yeah, so this is probably it. Which, you know, the Guardians, they've had, you know, they, they've been the one out of the Marvel characters consistently good of, of their of their standalone movies. So, you know, mm -hmm. Godspeed to them. Yeah. Well, and I look forward to updating my ultimate awesome mix playlist with... Lots more good music. Speaking of which, I need to add the Christmas songs to my Christmas playlist. The... <laughs> Although some of those I already had on my Christmas playlist. but At the very least, James Gunn knows how to give us an earworm. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's really it but we are in a new month believe it or not we're already five days into december christmas is in less than three weeks yep. um so that means the <sighs> final book club update of 2022 mm -hmm. well the book for this month is an audiobook. It's the Blood on Santa's Claus. Rachel, you will be happy. This is a compilation with the Fifth Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> the book choices for January's book are Demons of the Red Lodge, which is an audiobook. Shrouds of Sorrow, or Shroud of Sorrow, excuse me, Legend of Camelot, and A World of Demons, Villains of Doctor Who, which is kind of a compilation of essays of all the monsters and or bad guys that the doctor has run across. I'm in the middle of reading that one. 
right now. And that's actually pretty darn good. So <laughs> I thought, I'm going to toss that on the list. So those are your choices. Mm-hmm. Awesome sauce. So, mm-hmm. all right, moving on to my weekend. <laughs> How I'm upright is beyond me. I've been home for 24 hours. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, yeah. And your voice I... is sounding pretty dang good there, Rachel. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I don't know how I managed that. Um, probably the Very nap lucky. I took in the car ride home probably helped. Um, <laughs> Chauncey Drive. I tried to make sure that I didn't push myself too hard. So I did. I went to GalaxyCon in Columbus, Ohio over the weekend. Um, I did most of our most of my posting on our Instagram, which fed into our twitter on and into our facebook so if you're following us on either of these you should have seen my pictures um although i also have way more pictures that i just need i'll post i'll make an album on our facebook page um for those folks that are not friends with me on facebook so um but yeah uh, this <laughs> this weekend okay so i first caught wind of this particular con because um i had not realized it until fairly recently that i had actually been to a galaxy con because that is it it was a galaxy con event that i went to in louisville where i met christopher eccleston and dave batista um, but I only went, drove down and just went for the day and, you know, met them. And that was like my ultimate goal. And then I went home. Um, so this was my, uh, opportunity to experience GalaxyCon on a bigger, longer schedule, but I just caught wind of it because I saw it came up on my Facebook feed is something i might be interested in i have no idea why the algorithm algorithm might think that um when they announced that jody whitaker was going to be at the con i was like oh crap you know outgoing <laughs> you know the doctor on you know by the time this event happens she'll regenerate so she'll be the most recent doctor you know she hasn't done a whole lot of u.s conventions yet if any um so I was like, well, that's an opportunity. And then they, you know, they started announcing more guests and more guests. And I was like, oh, crap, this is going to become a very involved and kind of expensive. But <laughs> yeah, weekend. And I got to the point where like, OK, yeah, I'm going to need to make a whole weekend out of this. So it's like I ended up having to book a hotel and all this stuff. And then Chauncey came with me, even though he never even set foot in the convention he took advantage of having the car to go there was a big there's a big like computer parts store in columbus that he wanted to go to and he that's how that's how he (laughs) geeked out (laughs) over the weekend plus you got to meet a couple of friends of the show (laughs) that too so it's like it just became this whole it became this whole thing where i was like okay i'm just gonna you know and and because unlike PopCon or GenCon, where yes, I'm a fan, but I usually attend those as press, so I'm also kind of working 
on behalf of us and the five Schwager girls. This time I was, uh, you know, I paid for a badge. You know, I paid for the hotel, you know, we paid for the hotel room. So this was more of a, I'm just going to be a, you know, a fangirl for three days. It wasn't uh, a working woman's holiday. <laughs> no, it wasn't. This, this was pure geekery for just three days straight. Um, so yeah, so we got there Friday afternoon, um, because the convention didn't start until two o'clock on Friday. So we were able to get up and drive to Columbus in the morning, checked in the hotel, you know, unloaded our crap. Um, Chauncey went to move the car to, to, to park it because we just pulled up to unload the car and john delancey was checking into our hotel as chauncey was moving the car so hey i never saw him in the hotel but chauncey did uh so I'm like <laughs> hey cool that's that's awesome um so then i went got my badge um and my swag because i got the deluxe badge nice. um which the swag bag was nice um the folder came in really handy <laughs> oh, I bet. Uh, for, for holding photos and stuff so they didn't get smushed um the bag itself is really big and like really tall and one of the items that i'm collecting signatures on is still actually longer than the bag but it was nice to have that to carry around uh, but in general i can't say that i've price difference for the deluxe really was worth the cost because the other stuff like the lay there's a lanyard there was a pin um there are some exclusive comic books which if i was a big comic book reader might be more exciting but it's kind of lost on me um so other than the bag and the folder i can't say that going deluxe was worth the money especially because because we booked a hotel room in their hotel block, uh -huh. I automatically got their version of FastPass, which allowed me mm. to use the VIP lines for all the autograph tables and the photo, the photo ops. So I could have saved some money and not done the deluxe badge. And I don't think I would have missed a whole lot because I still because I got the fast pass from my hotel booking. Um, mm. It had nothing to do with the badge. So I'm going to have to keep that in mind for future <laughs> endeavors, mm -hmm. unless they change the perks that come with the the, the different badge types. Um, right. But at, at this particular venture, it just it didn't seem like I got my money's worth, I think, um, as far as the badge was concerned. Um but anyway, so I went, uh, got uh, you know, got my badge and all that, all that fun stuff. Um, and I was in, you know, regular nerdy clothes. I was in a pair of leggings and a shirt that my mother-in-law got me for Christmas years ago. But they happen to be her universe, and they're Star Wars. So I'm like, hey, nice. if I'm gonna meet Ash, if I'm gonna meet Ashley Eckstein. This exactly. is kind of appropriate to wear. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I have my denim vest it's got a whole bunch of nerdy pins and patches and stuff on it so um so the deaf door and i went and got in line for ashley um and 
uh still had to wait a little bit but she's she's very popular so um i was i was fine with that because i still didn't have to wait as long as the people that were in the non-vip line so you know it's a i treated it a lot like back in the day when disney still had regular fast pass Mm-hmm. <laughs> the OG fast pass where essentially you you just stood in a shorter line didn't have all the switch you know they don't have the switchbacks mm-hmm. and stuff um but it doesn't mean you don't have to wait at all it just means you don't have to wait as long as everybody else mm-hmm. so it's a minimal wait compared so that's what i was you know that's how i was assessing how it was working and then, and with that i was totally fine unfortunately there was some guy that apparently thought that he should just be able to skip to the front of the line and through mm. hissy fit and those of us that were standing there listening to him go on his tirade were like whatever dude uh so the 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 lady working the booth she let him have his say and then just you know moved on so that's that's in line with you please sir yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's like you're special but you're special special yeah yeah to to, to go with a certain meme that's been floating around the internet with a certain vacuum (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) um so uh but you know eventually i got it got to my turn so i got to meet ashley she's super super nice um she it's a you know her her working these events uh i guess you know obviously like schedule permitting it's it's very much a a family thing for her like her husband was there but i mean he had to take off to go do something or grab some i don't know what um i don't who who knows um and then her parents both of her parents (laughs) sit there as her handlers at the table her mother they could be twins if it wasn't for the age difference she is the spitting image of her mother oh Um, wow yeah she is so uh and i even said that to her and her mom's like you're my new best friend Um, points with mom always the best <laughs> yep so i had a nice talk with ashley you know i, I name dropped lou uh because <laughs> we both yeah, we both know lou Mangello. uh <laughs> she's like oh i love lou um you know when i i told her you know it's like you know obviously ahsoka tano iconic star wars character now um and uh an important character especially for the the little girl star wars fans um but i also told her you know how much i love what she's doing with you know creating her universe and you know the ability to have geeky clothing that's made for us girls so we're not just wearing you know like unisex (laughs) t-shirts because <laughs> that was all that was really available for the longest time um and the fact that they make stuff where you know on first glance you don't necessarily realize that it's geeky right. so mm-hmm. if you if you're trying to be a little more geeky on the dl um it works there's a lot of there's a lot of brands out there that mm-hmm. are um that you're doing that um 
you know, obviously some of it's not on the DL. You know, the shirt I was wearing flat out said, you know, it didn't say Star Wars on the front. Actually, it has a, an outline of, of, of Yoda that says Master Yoga, you must. Um, oh, nice. So, uh, <laughs> and she recognized the shirt I was wearing and knew how old it was. Oh, wow. So, she knows she knows her merchandise, you know, so she was like, that was one of my favorite shirts when we released it. I'm like, yeah, cool. Um, so, yeah, but I had a, a lovely talk with her. She was super, super nice, you know, talking about what it's, you know, being a, a geek these days, especially as a girl and um, all, all sorts of stuff. And then we, uh I paid to do the selfie with her and she ended up taking like seven or eight pictures Aww. with with my phone. She just took my phone from me very, very much like John Barrowman did when I met him back in the day. It just started <laughs> snapping away photos. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> and what's funny is if you go to our Facebook page, I shared a video because uh, GalaxyCon posted a day wrap up a day one wrap up on you know the start day two like here's some of the stuff that happened yesterday i'm in there three different times wow. in that video and one of them is a shot of ashley ashley me leaning into ashley while she's taking the selfies oh nice so look for ashley and look you for you. See that, that that's me in the duff door uh <laughs> right there with her taking some photos um so and then i had her sign uh her book actually she's got a couple books out now but this is a a book that she released several years ago kind of it's part bio autobiography part uh you know kind of self you know improvement type thing it's called Mm -hmm. it's your universe you have the power to make it happen i i have that one and i read it it's really good yeah, yeah, I've got, I, I told her, I was like, you know, flip through it. I've got post-it notes. I've got spots where it's highlighted and stuff, you know, I've, you know, defaced it essentially, you know, with the flipping through it, all the page, you know, some of the pages are getting bent and stuff because, I mean, the book is on, is on the older side, so. It is well-loved and well-used. Yes. yes. So, um but yeah, she she signed the inside uh, cover for me. Yeah, I bought this back in 2018. So, <laughs> um, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and then I went and changed clothes. Uh, got out of my got out of my civvies and put on my Time Buster uh, out uh, cosplay. And um, I ran. Um, uh to go do the what's really cool is they do multiple different type of cosplay contests so they did a runway costume contest so and it's very loose on um you know what you can wear so it's like whether it's store-bought or you made it yourself they don't really care because like like whether you made it and like the construction and stuff they're not too concerned about they're more concerned about the like the look and how much fun you're having wearing it Mm -hmm. um 
type thing. They do an after hours more adult uh, cosplay contest uh, for the folks that, you know, like to maybe do a little sexier or maybe scarier, um, you know, cosplays that maybe aren't appropriate for the little kids. Um, they have a kids costume contest. They have a masquerade uh where they encourage you know doing like little skits or performances or whatever on top of just you know that goes with the costume and then they have the big cosplay contest where they're really concerned about things like construction and you know sewing and different materials and that sort of thing um and that's where they give out like the big money prizes and the big trophies and the stuff like that so the runway cosplay contest i was like well that seems more laid back and more my speed so i was like i'll sign up for that um so i did uh so i got in my my time buster and went to the the room where they were holding it and, and got in line till it was my turn to go up on stage um oh and there were some really good cosplays in it just in this contest i mean we probably had i don't know 20 entries 20 maybe 30 entries so not huge but still a decent amount for friday night um early friday evening because it was six o'clock on a friday um and um there were so there were some really good <laughs> really good costumes in there um so you know they call us up one at a time and the guy i'm seeing he was really cool he's like what's your name what are you dressed as you know is there anything you want to particular point out or mention about this costume um some people are like yeah i made this over like two days <laughs> <laughs> like okay there was a guy okay, that please. yeah the guy that won like one 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 first place uh took the top prize was dressed as um uh what is it paul paul atreides from dune the new dune mm, okay, okay. Yeah. but he made his he made his costume like right after like the movie was released or the trailer was released and he didn't have like a whole lot of reference images to wow. base off of so but it looked really cool uh it was i was really it was really awesome so um but yeah so i won one of the judges choice awards uh, which i totally was not expecting uh <laughs> so i got to go up on stage and hang out while they gave out the rest of the awards i got this really 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 nice medal cool. that is metal and a heavy as hell it, it looks is, like it from the picture it is, yeah <laughs> it is a really really nice metal so uh that, this that is after being like hey here's a cosplay contest i'm gonna go yeah yeah i would say this is a really nice metal for like a cosplay contest that doesn't have like an entry fee or anything the fact that they and this is like the same metal they give out at all the contests mm. so that's really nice that they're like oh you know this is like the cosplay contest where people don't necessarily make their own costumes so we're just going to give them something cheaper no they give us all the same very quality metal regardless of which contest we are in so that was really really cool um 
hopefully there'll be official pictures at some point because all i really have right now are the few shots of me in that day one recap video the other two shots of me are from the contest uh so uh but i know there were people there taking official photos on behalf of the convention so i'm hoping that those will be posted somewhere at some point so i could see those i hope <laughs> um so and then at that point i was starving uh so um i was like ah let's go find food so we went back to hotel room put back on regular clothes we went to dinner we were joined by our friend al um who uh if you might know him if you follow him on instagram as hangover luke uh <laughs> where he has different variations of um crap what's his face from the hangover that ends up with the baby strapped to his front um which he does that but then he has versions so on friday he was in his ghostbuster where he has slimer attached to his front in the baby bjorn oh and then he does a hangover luke where it's a porg uh attached in the baby bjorn <laughs> so he has several different versions so you can go follow him on on instagram is the hangover luke um so but yeah we went and we went and had dinner um and sat and talked star wars for quite a while um and then i fell into bed because i was just absolutely exhausted i'd been up since 6 30 that that morning so i was like i need sleep uh as much as i wanted to go to some of the after hours stuff i'm like i can't stay awake and i knew the next day was gonna be very busy so saturday up bright and early get back in the time buster costume uh of course um and well thankfully i was in a hotel that was literally attached to the convention center so i was like i just have to go and take the little tunnel across and downstairs and voila nice. yes always nice um so and i got there like five maybe 10 minutes after 10 doors opened at 10 and it was a madhouse absolutely just packed full of people because saturday i mean saturdays generally are like the busiest day for most conventions that's usually when the big cosplay contest is you can almost guarantee that most of the celebrities are going to be there um so in this case jody whitaker was only going to be there on saturday um i believe kevin smith was also only going to be there on saturday <laughs> so uh you had a couple of celebrities it's like if you want to meet these people this is your chance um so come and come and get it so i get in i get in line for for jody of course i get in the vip line which was still super long um but uh it, it moved at a pretty decent pace because jody you know she was she was trying to be as friendly as possible but also efficient as possible as far as signing autographs and trying to get through you know people as possible um because the the thing with GalaxyCon is a lot of the celebrities you can actually pre-purchase your autograph 
not just mm-hmm. a photo op. Uh, so they have some idea of how many people are going to show up <laughs> wanting autographs. <laughs> and that doesn't even count the people that are just going to show up and pay cash right there and then, you know. Um, so, but yeah, Jody, she was she was super sweet. You know, I got up my turn. I have my my TARDIS uh, police box, the, the sign on the, the telephone uh, that's on the front of the TARDIS, you know, pull open um that i've I've been collecting signatures on for quite a while now so she signed that she was uh she's absolutely adorable um uh she was a little distracted because she was keeping track of the u.s versus netherlands uh (laughs) game from the world cup Uh she was rooting for the usa she was wearing a u.s soccer scarf um, oh. uh, uh, but yeah, she was so, the person would be like, eh, they just scored, and she'd be like, oh, because like the Netherlands would score, and she'd be like, oh crap. Uh, mm-hmm. But still, she was she was super adorable. Um, and then I went and found Charles Skaggs and his wife, uh, who had arrived, and were in line to make sure they got a seat for Jody's Q and A. Um, so I got to meet Charles and his wife and we stood and, and chatted for a little bit um and they asked me if i wanted to join them and i was like i'd love to but i have my john barrowman <laughs> photo and it's at the same time uh, uh but they you know i saw them afterwards and they were like oh jody she was her q a was just wonderful um i actually ran into carl actually from popcon uh later in the day and he's like yeah i caught the beginning and the end of hers and she was super super great her q a was just she was just fabulous um so uh uh, hopefully there'll be video or something somewhere because apparently jody was just uh her q a was just really really good um so but i went got my my photo with john barrowman because we didn't get a chance to have a proper professional photo last time i saw him uh all the way back at when i saw him in cincinnati because that was the the, also the convention where chauncey and i met stanley uh and that took up most of the day because the the photo the line for stanley was super super long even for photos uh so i just i just done the selfies with john the the previous interaction i already had his autographs i didn't need to get that either but i wanted a proper photo um Mm -hmm. So, and he was, he's John Barrowman. I mean, if you know yeah. John Barrowman, you, all I got to say is he was John Barrowman and you know exactly what I was yep. talking, you know, mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Uh, so, unfortunately, I did not realize, or they had not put it in the schedule yet when I bought my photo op that his photo op later in the day was when he was going to be in costume or in oh, cosplay. Yeah. Uh, so this was just john in regular clothing but that's okay because he's still john barrowman and i got a nice big nice big hug and the duff door got squished Um, so we bear hugged the bear uh (laughs) which was fun um uh and then uh i had uh jody's photo op not long after like it was like a 30 minute difference uh for me to kill um so i went and wandered killing time i think i i ended up going and 
um, getting a photo with uh, the, some superhero cosplayers that are a part of a local charity where they go to like to the children's hospitals and like the different like charity runs you know for like march mm -hmm. of dimes and that sort of thing so i got some photos with some of the avengers and maybe soon to be avengers i'm looking at you deadpool uh <laughs> um and then i went and got uh photos with uh this gentleman brought his replica delorean and had it available for photos which was oh, super was cool i'd never been inside a delorean before so that was really awesome because i got to go and sit in the delorean and hold on to the steering wheel and you know pretend like we're getting this baby up to eight miles per hour and he like he this is a replica like he has got it down to every single detail nice um, so yeah so i got photos in the delorean outside the delorean the back side of the delorean then i got my picture in front of the delorean with marty and doc uh so, very cool so that was really cool awesome um and then the, like, the, you, you were still in the time buster cosplay yes right? yeah which I, I thought was awesome just yeah yeah like, i thought i had yeah, I had to take my uh my pack off because he didn't want to risk uh um, well, yeah. damaging the, the car. Um right. I wouldn't <clears throat> be able to sit down in that thing anyway. Uh so that that was fine. But I still had the jumpsuit on and the goggles and then the stuff, and of course I had the duff door with me. Um, you know, and Doc Brown and I were like, Yeah, proper eye protection. Uh with our <laughs> with our with our goggles. So <laughs> that was fun. Um and then the local Ghostbusters group was right next door and they had <laughs> a Slimer set up for photo yes. ops. So I was like, finally, I get to use the wand. Uh, <laughs> so I got a, got a photo with the Slimer. And then uh, one of the gals had spotted me earlier and commented on my outfit and how much she liked it. And then she saw me again. And then she was pointing me out to some, some of her fellow Ghostbusters and this happens almost all of the time and it happened several times while i was wearing this over the the you know friday evening and chunk of the day saturday that i was in this thing where i'd get somebody be like hey nice outfit or nice cosplay or nice co you know something along those lines and then a second later they'd be like oh that's really good because they like the silhouette and everything screams Ghostbusters, which is the point. That was what I was trying right. to do. Is it's the Ghostbusters silhouette, but the coloring and everything is Doctor Who. So uh -huh. people see me and their brain immediately goes Ghostbusters. And then a second later, the penny drops. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> and whoa. I realize exactly what it is. And they go, oh, so i got that a lot um <laughs> so the, the, yeah so the ghostbusters group a lot of them they're like oh that's really cool and then the one gal she was like she wanted pictures with me and of me and then she wanted video <laughs> we were doing poses i lent i lent her one of my sonic screwdrivers so we could do different poses and stuff so it was really fun uh 
to you know they're like you're one of us i'm like damn straight i am yeah uh, so uh so that was fun and then it was time for the photo op with jody uh so hot back in line uh i mean the photo ops are very much kind of cattle calls where it's like you know you step up pose the 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 person writing the camera is like you know smile or whatever and you look and they flash and uh she's good enough to you know take a look at the back of her camera make sure there's not anything weird nobody's eyes are closed if it's good you go if not if something gets screwed up they'll take it again so you're not going to get stuck with a, a shitty photo if you actually like sneeze in the middle of it or something um so silly me it gets to my turn and of course i have jody's doctor sonic as one of the three i have in my flight suit so mm-hmm. i pull out her sonic and i'm like hi so she reaches in her back pocket and pulls out hers oh nice she oh, already God. had it of course she did yeah. and i'm sure it's probably hers from the show right uh, <laughs> so we got to be sonic twins in our photo nice. uh so yeah that was that was cool um and then I went and had lunch with, uh, or after that, I went to Chris Sprouse's table, who I'd actually met the day before, because Chris Sprouse is Zan's husband. He was there as cool. one of the artist special guests because he's a professional comic book artist. He's done work with Marvel and Star Wars and stuff. So um, it's really cool because, like, I mentioned him at one point while I was hanging out with friends, and somebody's like, You know, Chris Sprouse? Like they were really impressed that I knew Chris Sprouse, and I'm like, well, not really, but I'm really good friends with his wife. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Zan wasn't there Friday. She had some family stuff. Um, oh, bummer. But yeah, but Chris was like, she'll probably be here tomorrow, um, and she did. She, she we we had, Charles Zan and I had had a little text thread going, and she's like, yeah, I'll probably be there about one. So I was like, great. So I'll come over to chris's table as soon as i'm done with my photo with jody so i said we did and then charles came so it's like yay the three of us finally get to meet so because i don't think actually charles and zan have ever actually got to meet face to face even though they live kind of close to each other (laughs) (laughs) it's just been one of those things their paths they've not been able to cross so it was just one of those things where it's like chris is at this con so zan's gonna be there and then Charles really wants to meet Jody. He and his wife really want to meet Jody Whitaker. So they're going to be here this day. So it's like, yay, we finally get to meet. So it was a nice little crossover. And of course, we got pictures and sent them to Nick because Nick was like, if you don't take pictures after you all meet, then I'm going to kill you all. Via <laughs> yeah, that's some. Yep. It's like, I will find some way to kill you all the way here from Italy. Uh, <laughs> or so, I will call somebody in Minneapolis to help take care of this. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I will, I will, I know people. He is Italian. He knows, he probably knows people in the mob. Uh, so, so yeah. So if I get to, to, to me, so it was cool. Um, and uh so then i went and had lunch with charles and, and his wife uh kazan she'd already eaten uh and she wanted to go to a the adult swim panel anyway um so uh we had lunch which was cool we talked shop talk uh you know podcasting and and stuff um and about life yeah 
that kind of thing too. Uh, and then we parted ways because they needed to go get in line for Jody's autograph because uh, they were on they were on a time crunch. Jody was only there that day, <laughs> so oh, wow, they needed they, they they did it. But Charles did bring me a copy of the DC comic that he wrote nice. one of the stories for, and awesome. he signed the cover for me. And it's the other cover. Oh, so, nice. So I have both versions of the 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 comic i have both cover versions it's just one of them assigned so nice um but yeah the so it's the dc terrors through time that came out in october um mm-hmm. so so i have that um and then i went and changed clothes because i was at that point i, was I like, don't blame you <laughs> yeah i was i was you know i was like i fitted this out you know this outfit you know i wore it several hours yesterday and then i've been in it for hours since this morning and all sorts of stuff so i was like i'm gonna go put on regular clothes so of course you know charles was easy to find because he was wearing a next stop everywhere shirt um and i'd taken i brought my five-ish fangirl sweatshirt with me so i'm like i'm gonna put on my own merch uh there you go for the rest of the day uh so i went back out and wandered the vendor floor something i not really had an opportunity to do um uh and you know just kind of wandered around and um uh did some shopping bought some things for myself bought some things for sasquatch for christmas so he'll have to wait um <laughs> uh maybe bought some presents for some other people nice thankfully those family members i don't think listen so they wouldn't have any idea um so yeah, it was my really my opportunity to go shopping. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that was nice. It was, I, it struck me as funny until my brain catches up with myself because it's like you know I see I saw people that I knew I saw a couple of cosplay photographers I knew uh, Michael Hoover um, who as it a lot of the cons here who does cop swipe photography he, he did my uh miss frizzle and six doctor portraits that i have um and then uh wes the portrait dude i ran into him at one point uh which was real cool because i had not seen him in ages uh like i said i ran into carl from PopCon. he was his was a working vacation <laughs> you know scoping out the competition <laughs> what oh sure what to do and what not to do uh in some cases um so that was cool i saw some vendors that i recognized uh that i'd seen either at popcon or gen con recently um so i was like wait a minute i've bought from you recently and you don't have really have anything new so moving on um but good, you know, it's nice to, to see familiar, some familiar faces. Um, and then um, I managed to finally catch Karen Ashley at her booth. She was a last minute edition um, and she was not able to make it Friday when they, they contacted her because uh, when I was waiting for her, she was talking to the people in front of me and she's like, yeah, she's like, I told them I wouldn't be able to make it Friday. And they're like, that's fine. You could, if you could be here Saturday, Sunday, great. So, uh, of course, those who don't know, Karen Ashley, she played Aisha. She was the second Yellow Ranger after Trini left in the show. 
um and she was in the 95 movie of course um so of course i had to add her to my movie poster because i'm only missing the girls although i i want to add balkan skull to there as well because i mean they were in the movie too they actually did a lot of work and were actually helpful in the movie so they deserve to be on there as well so i need to add balkan skull whenever i see them at some point um dear popcon uh may need to nudge and be like hey how about bulk and skull you got some rangers coming but how about bulk and skull uh because they're usually match set at conventions <laughs> so <laughs> um which would be really funny considering chauncey and i dress as bulk and skull that would be amazing um oh, but unfortunately since chauncey was not going to be with me at this convention bulk and skull was not going to happen with aisha um this time around but hopefully in the future um but uh so yeah so i got her to sign the poster and i told her i was like the last time i had this poster out to have someone sign it it was jason david frank he was the last person to sign the poster wow um so and of course yeah she was she was really open about talking about Mm -hmm. his loss Mm -hmm. you know obviously you know people are going to bring it up um you know and she was like you know sometimes you just sometimes the your strongest friends are the ones that you need to to keep in touch with that you know sometimes the the strength Mm -hmm. is a is a a cover for something um so and then uh i guess she's gonna meet up with with several uh of the rangers over the holidays uh because the people in front of me they're like you know say something to one of the other one of the other guys you know when you see them um and i don't know tell them hi or for them or something uh because mm-hmm. there were people who are like huge ranger fans um they had all sorts of like vintage merchandise for her to sign uh, that they've been collecting over the years um and she's like, oh, yeah, we're, I'm going to see him and a bunch of the others at Christmas time. She's like, yeah, we're or the holidays. We're going to get together and have a barbecue and hang out and, you know, catch up and that sort of thing. So that was really cool. Um, so, but yeah, she signed the poster for me and as she was signing it, she's like, yeah, you know, Jason, he's still here with us and he knows we're all talking about him, which he would have loved. <laughs> <laughs> for sure yeah so uh then we did uh the you know more candid photo together in in her booth she's got all the ranger coins um Mm -hmm. and she doing the holding up you know her coin obviously and then uh you know people can choose whichever coin that they want and we do the it's morphin time pose um Mm -hmm. which was really cool i ended up choosing the blue triceratops because i do have a soft spot for billy um so um and then uh i was like can i give you a hug and she's like absolutely so like you know i just i gave her like the the strongest firmest hug i could muster without breaking into tears really (laughs) so Mm -hmm. uh, but it was it was it was really nice to be able to uh you know connect with her and kind of have a a a moment where you know i'm sure she knew i was thinking about jason uh and i'm sure she probably was too so Mm -hmm. um but that was that was sweet 
it's a, a little hard. There were some several Power Ranger cosplays over the weekend. A couple of White Rangers, a couple of Green Rangers. The first time I saw someone in a White Ranger costume, I kind of got choked up for a second there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, um, oh, and unfortunately, I missed the Jason David Frank tribute panel uh, because it was at the same time as my Jody Whitaker photo um yeah yeah so uh, as much as i would have liked to have gone to that at least for a little bit even to just poke my head in for a few minutes but it's the timing just didn't work out um uh, but then chauncey and i he picked me up and we went to dinner we went to a pizza place uh on the outskirts of of town uh then we were looking for christmas lights and apparently those neighborhoods in that area are not um griswold inclined for when it comes to christmas decorations so it was kind of disappointing sorry that's too bad that na- that neighborhood of columbus y'all's christmas lights and christmas decorations kind of suck uh just being awesome anyway we're back uh and fell asleep again uh <laughs> it's just uh, i really wanted to stay up because they were doing rocky horror picture show that night mm. and i really would have liked to have gone but i just could not do it my my feet were screaming at me my lower back was angry with me i was just absolutely exhausted i was in bed by like 10 both nights <laughs> i was just so tired uh plus i had to get all my crap together because we had to check out the next day and chauncey was going to be in charge of that so i had to make sure all my stuff was together so that he could take it and load it in the car because i wasn't going to be there <laughs> to help him so i had to be grown up and do more important grown-up things than go have fun um so it's sunday um i was casual no cosplay uh you know (laughs) tennis shoes uh my comfiest tennis shoes which even still after a few hours did not matter um and i have this marvel sweater cardigan that i bought secondhand online so i have no idea where it originally came from um but i wore that because it's got it has like uh among other characters iron fist and daredevil and spider-man on it so i was like well i'm eating claire temple and the kingpin today so this is very appropriate uh so that's what that's that's what i wore um and uh again did did some more shopping bought some more presents uh for folks he's not in the room so uh <laughs> still not gonna still not gonna say what it is uh um, don't blame you because you never yeah, know when he's we'll going play, to we'll reappear back into the room <laughs> exactly exactly um so they're already wrapped in under the tree uh oh, good. <laughs> somehow managed to buy it pack it even though he already had the car packed get it into the car and home wrapped and under the tree without him seeing anything even though he was with me almost the entire time uh in the minute i left the convention center so rachel (laughs) word uh uh so uh you are i am i am um again the big giant bag came in handy uh yes yes so 
Still not worth the badge upgrade, I think, but I'll take it at least this time around. Uh, so uh wandered the rest of the vendor floor because I knew where I had stopped, uh, knew which aisles I had not been up and down yet. Um uh got caught some uh managed to catch some photos of uh, some cool cosplays there's a guy in an iron man suit that was really cool um uh the weird al mm-hmm. <laughs> the weird al yankovic story weird al and madonna i yep. saw them from a distance and i ran up to them i was like oh my god i love it i have to have a picture and of course they were you know obviously they let me do it i was like i love it they're like yeah the people that have seen the movie totally get it the people that haven't are very confused <laughs> like, yeah i can see that but it was very it was a very cool cosplay though. and i went yeah. and visit the their the 501st and the rebel legion and their mandos i had, had asked some questions about mandalorian armor specifically because i have an idea um mm-hmm. so not mando but in general mandalorian right yeah it's like i told the gal i was talking to it's like i love the mandalorian tv show but when you google mandalorian armor now it wants to default to mando and not just mandalorians in general uh Mm so um so thank you disney plus um Uh but uh yes i got to ask some questions for potential cosplay idea that may or may not come to fruition in the future we'll see hmm. um and then it was uh collecting autographs and a few more photos so i got uh vincent d'onofrio's autograph uh which was cool i have the if you've seen i don't think i've i think i've posted pictures of it before um i have this marvel canvas that says the word marvel and it's got like a lot of the heroes my you know collaged in it that i bought at a think geek store when think geek decided to try to go brick and mortar for a half second uh <laughs> i bought it the year that uh elizabeth henstridge and palm clementif were going to be at popcon so it's a it's a few years old uh so they were the first people to sign it and since then i've had dave batista sign it um i've had um why can i not remember his name mac from angels of shield uh i I can't remember why can i not i'm tired i can't names bad gone uh y'all know who i'm talking about um yeah shotgun x um mm-hmm. yes <laughs> so yeah I, so i had him sign that uh so you know of course i'm collecting mcu autographs essentially on that so it's like it's only appropriate he's kingpin let's get vincent d'onofrio and he's like well where do you want me signing i was like wherever you like i was like eh, you know you've got all these yeah you know, there's like you know there's decent sized images of like captain america and iron man and thor on there i was like who would pinkpin like to deface if he got the opportunity <laughs> i'm giving you the opportunity right yeah. now and even the so gal next, even even his handler next to him she's like draw a mustache on captain america he didn't do it <laughs> even though i told him he could if he wanted to um 
So, but yeah, no, he signed it. Um, and then I went and uh, got Rosaria Dawson signature on it too. She was super nice, um, super sweet. She was talking about how um, the, the she was talking to the uh, people in front of me, and she was telling them how um, when she was, you know, they just finished filming the Ahsoka TV series. It's gonna be on Disney Plus, um, and. Uh, she's like, yeah, I'm dressed as a set. She's like, I'm in full costume. I'm on set in the void, which if you've seen the behind the stuff, seen stuff on Disney Plus, you know about the void where they film where it's giant screens. So they're able mm-hmm. to do a lot of, you know, instead of matte painting back in the day where they literally, you know, painted on big old canvases. Now they can do a digital project- projection that does the same thing. But it can like move with them, you know, so it's way more realistic. So she's like, yeah, I'm in full Ahsoka and uh, they've got me positioned. So my back's to the camera. So I'm facing the void. I'm I got my lightsabers, one in each hand and they say action. And I don't move because <laughs> the you know, because the, the void is, you know, there's props and stuff there, too. And then the void, you know, the void had the the image of wherever location they were in Star Wars at that point. And she's like, she's like, I couldn't move because I was just, I was in Star Wars. Right. <laughs> she just had this moment of like, holy shit, I'm in Star Wars. <laughs> this is actually happening. <laughs> Doesn't matter I mean, how, I guess it, how it was. Yeah, it's one thing to guess on, you know, like Book of Boba, Boba Fett and the like, but now she's like in her own series. <laughs> so it's like doesn't matter how how big of an shit. actor you become, you still mm-hmm. have those moments where you're like, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was I thought that was hilarious. Um, to hear her say that, she's like, yeah, I didn't move. I, I forgot my lines. I forgot everything. <laughs> she's like, I'm in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Uh so, but uh, of course I had her sign my Marvel thing because yes, she is Ahsoka Tano, but she was Claire Temple first. Yes, uh, she was. So she is part of the MCU. Uh mm-hmm. so I had her I had her sign that. Um and then um uh, it very conveniently I was able to collect a couple more uh MCU autographs people that maybe aren't necessarily big names you may not know them by name but you'd probably maybe recognize their face at least one of them you might so carrie jones um who was actually in he's also one of those mcu uh star wars uh folks because he was in book of boba fett you remember crap i can't remember the name the one super tall wookie oh yeah what that was him um but he also if you watched um the marvel special werewolf by night Mm -hmm. he played he played man thing oh wow in werewolf by night so uh so yeah of course that makes him part of the mcu so i got his autograph um so he signed it man thing (laughs) aka ted um and then uh james urbanic which 
uh he's one of those where he's like a character actor slash voiceover artist so he's done things like the venture brothers which is a cartoon which i've never watched he's been on the office and some other things um but he was uh he had a, i wouldn't say prominence Hard, but he wasn't not not just some random person in the background either but he was a roxon scientist in a couple episodes of season two of captain of uh agent carter nice um so you know, i wanted him to 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 sign that because i walked up to him and and he's like you know what do you want me to sign i was like well you were in agent carter um so that officially makes you part of the mcu so you know i had it out and he's like I think you're the first person to have me sign something Marvel related. <laughs> so that that was pretty cool. But he was super nice. He's like, yeah, the set, you know, like the he's like the 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 sets. He 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 was talking about how how cool he thought the sets were because obviously Agent Carter's set, it's a period piece. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he was talking about how they you know how they the the set design and the, the and everything. It was just really cool to feel like you were back you know in the 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 late 40s so you know that time period so that was that was really cool it was kind of cool to hear him say that he hasn't really had someone ask him to sign anything marvel related so uh, so that was cool um and then i got uh, of course my photo with rosario dawson uh she's adorable um she's tiny too uh, she's tall, but she's tiny. Um, and then uh, her photo op was like essentially back to back with the Vincent D'Onofrio. So it's like I got done with her and had like not a lot of time to kill. And I was back in life for Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, and I got my my photo with him. The Duff Door did not join because he found Kingpin very scary. Um, <clears throat> yeah he stayed behind where it was safe um uh but i <laughs> i get up to i get up to the to, to, to d'ofrio and he's you know he's smiling but i'm like this is kingpin granted he doesn't look like really kingpin at the moment uh because he hasn't shaved his head um and i i think they put on his kingpin suit includes Maybe not like a full-on fat suit, but some padding to make him mm-hmm. bigger than he actually is, because he's not nearly as big as 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 Wilson Fisk is on you know, because um, I've seen one of Wilson Fisk's suits at the Marvel exhibit, and there's no way Vincent D'Onofrio as a human being could fill that out uh, as is. That that probably has some filler of some sort. Um, but you know i'm like this is kingpin so i'm like let's do something serious so i like i cross my arms and i'm like trying to scowl and he's like you want me to be serious too and i'm like yeah sure so he looks if you didn't know any better if you look at the photo it looks like maybe he's pissed off (laughs) and i'm sure it's i'm sure at some point somebody's gonna be like he's not smiling and i'm like he's kingpin i asked him not to so i tried to be more serious but i couldn't help it uh i'm not very good with keeping a straight face so i got a little bit of a smirk going on um but 
I tried to be as serious as my face will let me. Um, but he did a good job of being serious. So, <laughs> so you know, it's like, it's Kingpin. You're not going to mess with him. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah. And then after that, I was done. Hopped in the car. I fell asleep. Chauncey drove the entire way home. He bought me Tim Hortons, which is awesome because nice. they have Tim Hortons in Columbus. So came home with came home with lots of souvenirs and photos and memories and Tim Hortons donuts. So I can't complain. So it was right. a really, really fun weekend. It was, you know, obviously meeting all the celebrities is amazing. I understand, you know, I recognize that I'm in a privileged position to be able to afford the time and the money to go to those sorts of things. So you know, um, you know, not everybody <laughs> can do that. So, but at the moment, it's a it's something I can do. So it's like you know, you sometimes you these are ones. Yeah, yeah. Some people get to live vicariously through me, and also, you know, in the future, you know, as we've learned, unfortunately, with people like Jason David Frank and some others, that you just never know what can happen so you know if there's a celebrity that you really love that's especially if they're part of something you really love and the opportunity arrives for you to potentially meet them even if it's just for a few minutes i mean yeah my encounter with jody whitaker between the autograph and the photo i maybe got two three minutes with facetime with her total between the two Ashley Eckstein, I talked to her for close to 10 minutes. <laughs> so, yeah, it can, it's not always going to be, uh, you know, a 10 minute conversation or have your favorite doctor offer you his fingernail clippings. But, you know, <laughs> there are still good stories to be had. There are still good stories mm -hmm. and they're still, you know, they can, they're amazing memories that you cannot put a price on. Um, so you know if 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 you can and you have the means go you know even if you even if you feel like oh you know it's gonna be awkward or i'm gonna be awkward don't worry about it you'll be fine you're in good Trust company me, it's okay it's okay yeah. i inadvertently asked david Tennant to run away with me yeah exactly to my husband yeah uh oh you know you're you're in good company at these things that was that was yeah. the the one thing i took away from it it was just like i am in my element i can be and you know, i talked about actually i talked with ashley exceed about this i'm like you know i've been coming to conventions now solidly for almost 10 years now and it's like i can wear the geeky clothing and carry around my teddy bear and you know geek out and get excited about this that and you know this that and the other thing and people are not going to be like oh what a weirdo you know they're gonna be like good for and you yeah. exactly exactly so you know the best you know as, as as much as i loved you know meeting the celebrities and stuff the, the fact that i got to see some friends that i've not seen in a while and also meet some friends for the first time that I've known for a while, but I've never actually got to see face to face and actually give them hugs. And yeah, you know, that sort of thing was that would that's the important part, really. Um, though I I said this on my personal Instagram post and I was uh you know ad libbing something that 
a gal that was near me in line for one of the photo ops said, you know, when she was talking to the person next to her, she's like, this is the shot of endorphins that I needed to get through the rest of this year. And she's absolutely right. <laughs> she's absolutely right. So, so a lot of fun. I really, you know, GalaxyCon, they put on really good show. Um, so I'm definitely going to, you know, it's still not PopCon. Obviously, PopCon has a very, very special place in my heart. Um, and I will always, always wave the 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 number one fan flag for popcon but as far as bigger shows that can do multiple shows throughout the year across different parts of the country and have more money and resources to pull in some pretty big names it does not feel like it's a cash grab like some other shows i've been to so it still has that very friendly it feels like it could be smaller even though it isn't mm -hmm. so if that makes sense so oh yeah yeah but anyway i will have video i will post pictures on our facebook page um of all the stuff once i get a hot minute to myself because like came home unloaded the car ate dinner passed out until my alarm went off this morning and it was time for work <laughs> <So>. <laughs> so that was my weekend at GalaxyCon in columbus ohio so fun fun yep so all right moving on real quick to feedback just got a little bit of feedback from shalane um she says uh black panther wakanda forever was good and emotional i thought shuri did an amazing job as the next black panther sorry spoilers um she's my third favorite female of the mcu after wanda and peggy carter i was right they were going to have the intro of chadwick boson like they did when stanley passed away well you're smarter than me shalane because that never even occurred to me um she said, it's funny that this blockbuster movie had blue people that lived underwater, and next month there will be another movie of blue people <laughs> who are underwater. Oh, boy. Granted, mm. she sent this before it turned in December, so now it's now this month there's going to be a, another blockbuster franchise with blue people that spend time underwater, but yeah. <laughs> we'll see how Avatar Way of the Water does, because Black Panther Wakanda Forever has been kicking ass in the box office mm -hmm. so it will be interesting to see what avatar does um and she says i don't care what disney does i get excited for new things that i do have guilty pleasures for some of the films that flop as we all do um so now going back to black panther wakanda forever since the first movie was nominated for best picture maybe this movie will be nominated for best picture because all three lord of the rings movies were nominated for best picture and return of the king won and same for all three Godfather films, but the first two, only the first two won. Yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, if the Academy has any brains, they'll nominate it for Best Picture. Mm -hmm. In my humble opinion. Right. <laughs> but as we've learned on Gold Standard, the Academy does not always get it right. Why the third Godfather got nominated is beyond me. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, a certain phrase from Nick Fury 
what kind of springs into mm -hmm. mind. Yep. And then she finishes. Uh, I'm also looking forward to Ironheart 2. That girl is a butt kicker actress. <laughs> very, very true. Yes. Riri Williams will definitely kick some serious butt when she returns. So, all right. Moving on to this week's main topic which is enchanted and disenchanted so it had been a while since i'd seen enchanted so it was kind of nice Same. to be able to like revisit mm -hmm. and then be able to go immediately into the sequel yeah i, I, I think, think i think that worked better at least yeah. for for me so yeah going yeah going into it i had not seen or read the best reviews of disenchanted that being said i actually kind of liked it same here you know I, I did too i mean the first like 15 minutes were kind of slow but like once edward and nancy show up give him the wand it's like oh now we're into you know enchanted mode and mm -hmm. uh, like like when enchanted came out in 2007 i went and saw it loved it because you know, we were in that point of you know the disney animated movies really were they were kind of in the in another slump mm -hmm. and you know shrek had been out and you know parody disney and, and all those sorts of things and and then here was disney making making fun in a loving way of themselves of, their, of themselves and not in like ew those princesses are so dumb and they're so uh you know they're so weak they're so this they're so that they're, it's so old-fashioned it's like no it actually celebrates getting your happily ever after and you know having mm -hmm. that optimism which is you know one of the reasons why i liked once upon a time so much was i like that fairy tale kind of story and that is something disney does very very well and it's and it's not like it's not unrealistic it's not in an unrealistic sense like so many people criticize the princess fairy tale stories but it's in a way that it's like it's like yeah you know there, there are bad things that happen in life but you got to look for for the good things i think that's sort of you know the message of it i guess and you know, I, I love in the second movie how Morgan, you know, she's a teenager, she's surly, she's, you know, we've all been there. She's, and, you know, they moved to a new place and everything, but then, you know, the fairy tale stuff starts happening and she's like, oh, I still love this stuff. It's kind of like, you know, you go through that, that phase in your life, you're like, oh, I don't like the things I, I liked when I was a little kid. Ew, yucky, get away from me. And then you get older, you're like, oh, I do so sing. You have a nostalgia for it and it's so nice and it's so uplifting mm -hmm. and then also my other favorite part was was the 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 the, the song batter the villain off between amy adams and maya rudolph and i'm like this mm -hmm. is so hilarious because you know we've never oh i don't know i haven't seen any of like the the descendants movies but we've never really had um like the wicked stepmother facing off against evil queen or something like that and it was just so fun and so mm -hmm. funny and i loved it well and then ellen 
Tudyk voicing the scroll. The scroll. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I know that voice. <laughs> like, of course you did. Like, wait a minute. Like, here you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, you know, maybe, maybe this wasn't. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to say mean, it's like, oh, it's the best thing ever, but putting it on streaming, not a bad idea. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, what I like both with Enchanted and this is like you have some of the princess tropes mm-hmm. like you know the being able to sing and call upon her animal mm-hmm. friends to help her when she's in need you know in like the first movie it's to to clean the Robert's apartment but she's in the middle of New York so the only creatures available to her are rats, pigeons, and cockroaches. Right. Which I Which, love. That, I love it. It's kind of just mm-hmm. the cockroaches. You know me. I can't stand bugs. Um, mm-hmm. Even ones that sing and dance. It's it's a little gross. Um, although you know, if I could get, if I could just sing a, a few bars and have cockroaches clean the 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 film off of my tub, then. I might be game, actually. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> right there with you. Uh, yeah. Like whoever shows um, up, great. Come clean right. up after, please. Yeah. So, you know, and she's got the evil stepmother, but it's not her stepmother. It's the prince's stepmother. Which is a nice little twist. Right. And then she turns into a dragon, but she doesn't take the princess. She takes... Robert, you know, right. Which at first she was going to take the princess, and Robert's like over my dead body. And you know, obviously, this guy, he is not a fairy tale hero. He is totally out of his element. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but you know, he, you know, they just realize, like, oh, you know, we've fallen in love, you know, and and, and all this. And so, of course, he's going to be the, the hero without really thinking it through at first, mm-hmm. which is, you know, still kind of funny, but yeah. very, but also very sweet. Mm-hmm. And then two, it took me a little bit, but the henchman in the first one that did the Queen's Evil, but he just happened to be the same actor who played Wormtail in Prisoner of Azkaban. I'm like, yep. mm, take casting, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> although, although he he gets better. Yes, he, he does. Gets better. Yeah. realizes after watching a soap opera of all things. Mm-hmm. Starring Belle's voice actor, voice with actor. Paige O'Hara, in <laughs> a cameo. I mean, that's that's my favorite part of this. It's like, yeah, they're making fun of of Disney princess tropes, but then they actually get the Disney princesses to be it because Jodie Benson is is Robert's, you know, receptionist at his office, and mm-hmm. I think um, they I play know, like, a little bit of of uh, part of your world when Giselle was playing with the fish tank. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Then when Edward is Edward's finally gets to the apartment building, starts knocking on doors. The first one that opens is his mom, who's like hairs and curlers, and she's a mess, and she's surrounded by kids. And she's like, "You're too late." And it's uh, the the singing voice of Pocahontas. (laughs) Yeah, and I think I'll have to look it up. I think the reporter. Because after after the whole thing at the pizza restaurant, she is named after three 
at the three princess actresses. Oh, okay. I was like, what's yeah. about her? I can't remember yeah, because the, the news reporter's name is Mary Eileen Casalodi. <laughs> um, and so Mary is Mary Costa, who's the voice of Aurora. Eileen Woods, who is the voice of Cinderella. And Adriana Casalotti, who was the voice of Snow White. Yep. Ah, there you go. Nancy's last name is Tremaine. Yeah. Which is which Lady is Tremaine. Tremaine. Stepmother from Cinderella. Which, which yeah. is fitting in a way because, you know, she's going presumably to be Morgan's stepmother, but she's not an evil stepmother. I mean, mm -hmm. I think that, that, that's the best part about this is like, you know, you know, Nancy and Edward, they kind of get dumped, sort of. But it's yeah. not like they're, they're, you know, they, they aren't, they aren't um, bitter about it. Right. In fact, they, they actually, they actually go off and be the king and queen of Andalusia anyway. So it all works mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Because this is, this is before Frozen, before uh, Adina Menzel yeah. would go, you can't marry a man you just met. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh-huh. Which, I, you know, I really love because, you know, at first Robert kind of, you know, because he, he gets that book for Morgan and it's like, you know, here's all these ladies like, like Madame Curie and Rosa Parks from history and, you know, they weren't princesses, but they were still important and, you know, and, you know. And she died of radiation poisoning. She died. Died. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but uh, I so, mean, so Madame Curie was around years ago. She would have been dead by this point anyway. That true. true. <laughs> so that, that was just really funny. So, so yeah. you know, like, he, he's trying to prep Morgan. They're like, well, you know, Nancy. You know, she's a very grounded, very real world woman. But then it turns out Nancy's like she's she's got a romantic streak in her, and mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the doves bring the flowers, and she's just like, oh. I and then you know she goes and becomes a fairy tale queen. So mm -hmm. you know she's she's still yeah she's still got a little a little uh, whimsy in her. Now uh, according to uh, Adina Menzel, she actually appreciated this. But the fact that you hire Adina Menzel for a Disney musical movie and yeah. don't have her sing it all during the first movie, right? <laughs> yeah, that was. That was a thing. Although I think there was a song planned, but then it was cut. Yes. Which, which you know, which is good in the second one that they actually do have her sing. A couple yes. of times, actually. A couple of times. So <laughs> like, here, we're making up for it now. Yeah. But, and but yeah, I think I Susan, Susan Sarandon was supposed to have a song too, and it got cut, which, I mean, she can sing. She was in Rocky Horror. Mm -hmm. so, I don't know how, how much singing she's done, you know, between the two, but, I mean, she can carry a tune at least good back in the 70s so yeah oh but, it was just yeah it's just like you know when you get the 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 guy gets captured by the eva queen and like you have this whole thing of giselle starting out literally as a cartoon and then it gets popped into the real world. And this is the first time that Disney has done live action and animation together since Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's been a hot minute. Um, and I, and I, I remember it, right yeah. When, yeah, when this came out, they were like, oh, crap, we need to resurrect the 2D animation department because they really hadn't done much with it. And actually, Disney, really was the, Disney was not the Disney was not who did the animation 
Oh, of course not. It was actually done by a, another source. Um, why? I do not know. But yeah, the Disney animation department did not do the, the animated sequences. Um, but I mean, she starts out still looking like a cartoon character. You know, with this huge wedding dress, which weighed like 45 pounds. Um and was just obnoxious to try to move around in. Oh, um, Amy Adam, Amy Adams said she it felt like she was in traction because like all the weight was on her hips. <laughs> so her yeah, stunt we double had to it. teach her how to move. Wow. <laughs> so. we, were, we were watching it. We were watching it uh, Saturday night, I think. Yeah, and oh, I was. Lottie was there, and I was like, "Look, it's the princess," and she was just so. She just kind of stared at that dress the whole time. I don't know what, you know, what she's thinking, like, just that's a very poopy dress. Yeah. But then, you know, because a lot of times you have, you know, in fairy tales and obviously Disney, um, you, know, you have the average girl that becomes a princess. And here you have a girl that. Yeah, we, we don't get any Giselle, we don't really get any Giselle's backstory till the second movie where we find out that she was abandoned as a baby in the woods and was raised by animals. Uh, <laughs> There's a little bit of Jungle Book in there. A little bit. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of explains so some she's, of the things from she's a peasant. <laughs> she's a peasant who almost becomes a princess but because she looks like a princess when Morgan first sees her you know, Morgan immediately is like, oh, she's a princess uh, who turns into a regular everyday person. You know, she does not marry the prince. She marries a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so she, it's like Giselle never really gets the princess arc. But she still, she still has the yeah, and she still has the, the, um, the, you know, the the uh, a lot of those those tropes, you know, she the way she well, speaks because like when she starts turning into evil stepmother in the second movie, her voice changes, you know, it gets a little yeah. deeper and a little, yeah, you know, her movements, her movements. I'm like I'm here talking and I'm doing like all of these like whimsical hand movements because i can't help myself because you know she's just like you know the very princess hand gestures you know the royal wave you know elbow elbow wrist wrist you know uh sort of thing uh but then when she starts to go evil you know she even points it out you know she's like my hair is so big and my dress is so low you know <laughs> <laughs> yep just have the, the the long flowing curly hair just going down her back or the pretty flower dresses or any of that mm -hmm. um, but one thing like going back to Enchanted like I, I always love and I noticed this first even from the first time I saw it that like they have the king and queen ball and like everybody's in the fancy I guess Regency era fairy tale sort of outfits but then she comes in and she's in a very modern you know sheath dress mm -hmm. and her hair is, is smoothed down and everything because you know she and Morgan went shopping it was an emergency mm -hmm. 
and it's just it's very interesting like now everybody else is dressed as a fairy tale as fairy tale characters but now she's a you know a real dressed as a real world person and it's just kind of an interesting contrast with with everything going on around so i really love that scene and you know the song it just they dance to it's just like oh i love Mm. it i'm such a romantic at heart i just am (laughs) apparently patrick dempsey can't dance unlike robert who just said he doesn't and (laughs) crushed amy adams toes several times before he finally got uh his uh uh, handle on the the choreography (laughs) oh man well i mean he did good oh yeah they made made him look good so that's great Mm mm-hmm well mcdreamy not mc uh mc uh fred astaire uh, by any means yes so (laughs) yeah Apparently, he caused kind of quite a ruckus when they were filming around New York City. Because ah. he he was it was this was the height of Big Dreamy on Grey's Anatomy. So, mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, it would uh, when they combination of uh, especially when they were filming. Uh, How does she know that entire thing? Which five minute song and dance sequence took them over two weeks to film because one new york weather would not cooperate they got seven days with sunshine um but apparently the big dreamies fans were intrusive as well oh dear (laughs) oh my like come on we're trying to film a show-stopping number for disney movie do you mind yeah really yeah so um but yeah um and then you know the case i mean obviously the the first movie ends the, you know they live happily ever after and then we get the sequel which is you know years 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 and years later and <laughs> pip is all like trying to explain to his kids that happily ever after doesn't mean nothing happens because his kids are all like no, and you'll live happily ever after, and then nothing interesting happens to you for the rest of your life. And you're like, well, not exactly. <laughs> even Pip was like, well, I'm not even too proud about my uh, my involvement in this one, but I'm going to tell you this story anyway. <laughs> so. Honestly, I was not expecting Pip to turn into basically Lucifer the cat. Yes! <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, no. Like all of that stuff about you know she's the evil stepmother so here's her minion she doesn't have nice little chipmunks yeah. as as her sidekick she gets yeah she gets yeah. this awful cat and i'm like oh my gosh that is amazing mm-hmm. and just when, he, I, I don't know. Just when I, I saw him that. start turning into the body tape i'm like yep they're going for the lucifer mm-hmm. like i had no expectations for this movie i kind of was like, i didn't eh. either yeah, I was like, well, we'll see. I mean, it's on Disney Plus. But it's not like I have to go out to the theater to see it, so it's fine. I and, was pleasantly you know, surprised, though. So yes, I was too. I I just I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was it was a fun one. Again, like, it 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 subverts your expectations by taking the tropes and then messing with them a little. Because yeah, I mean, they... but not in a way that's like offensive or you know 
belittles belittles the characters or makes them into something or makes it super cheesy or which which it could potentially could have done as well i mean when you get down to brass tacks with the the story we don't really have a villain no we don't not really because i mean situation yeah, it's, it's the situation because, I mean, Giselle, yeah, she starts to turn into an evil stepmother and does some of the evil stepmother things, but they're eventually able to bring her back. Yeah, and she's and trying then, to, to, to fight it off. Right, you know, and at the same time, you've to... got Malvina, who, yeah, it was kind of a bitch before Giselle mm-hmm. made her wish, but she wasn't necessarily evil. right. And then she just became the evil queen based on the premise of Giselle's wish. Yeah. And then once they fix everything, she apologizes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I thought was lovely because yeah. so so many times, I mean, it is, you know, when you have, you know, the mean girl squad in, in a story, you're like, and they're, and they're just so awful throughout the whole thing. You're just like, oh, you just wanted to get their comeuppance. You're just waiting for it, waiting for it. But in this case, it's more like we've all learned a valuable lesson. So let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's not be, let, let, let's all be neighbors. Let's be friends. Let's, let's, mm-hmm. you know, make a, make a space on the committee for, for Giselle to come do her, you know, her, her M&M forest or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, in everything that Giselle did, she was trying to help Morgan mm-hmm. adjust and feel better because she knew Morgan was not happy with them upping and moving. (laughs) Well, and I mean, you know, Giselle tells Morgan at one point, she's like, I know what it's like to have, you know, to be in a new place and, you know, it's all strange and different. And I mean, she's not just saying that just to like be nice. I mean, she literally knows what it's like because she's been through this. Yeah, right. And like, Morgan, Morgan there, remember so. when you took me shopping? That yeah. was my first time in New York. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Morgan is told- just very much being a, a your stereotypical teenager. Teen, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, that is very realistic. We've all been there. Um, mm. we, we all remember being teenagers and just how it was like and all, all of that. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I cut her. I cut her some slack mm-hmm. on that, and then yep. you move, and your entire yeah. life gets upended. And yeah, although I, I will say, I'm like, what? I, I, did they say why they had to move so quickly? I mean, the house wasn't even ready. I don't know. <laughs> that, and the that, fact that they are like, oh yeah, we've already pushed it off three times. So like, right. right? But you got you got you know people still working on it. It's like you could you know you can you can wait a while and wait for them to finish everything. That's okay. Yeah. I don't know if they were like because it's, it's, a... it's kind of hard to tell what like time of year it set. So maybe they were trying to get Morgan into the new school at a not maybe. awkward time. Maybe I don't know. That, that could be like that. That was one of my complaints. Like I said, the, the first fifteen minutes, I was like. That that part kind of was like, oh, why are you moving now? Like, this this doesn't make any sense. And then you know, it, it's basically just to get the plot moving. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really what it is. Then they get into it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know, as long as you're entertaining me with all the sparkly fairy tale stuff, I'm like, 
Mm-hmm. And there was it's definitely sparkly like, like fairy tale stuff. Yeah, it's like in pitch meeting when they go, so the movie could happen. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Because plots. Yep. <laughs> Well, and at least, too, another good thing is Sophia didn't become the main target of the yes. story, which I was kind of a little nervous about. After yeah. the wand was gifted to her, I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. And they're, like, singing this song, and, like, you're a true daughter of Andalusia, and then cut to Morgan and, like, can you make it any more awkward? Right. Oh, gosh. Like, yeah. And Again, subverting like, oh. expectations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Which I'm glad that they did. So, mm-hmm. but there's still the the if if anything else, you know, I these are definitely movies that you could just have on in the background because I mean the music oh, is catchy. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the villain song is definitely quite fun. Um, but. Uh, if you are actively paying attention, I it, I don't know if it's because more time has passed or what, but it seems like there were way more Disney references in this one and then then in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe I was just more observant in the in this that could one. Be. Well, I think in this one they had more musical numbers that, that had the big all, all the things, so they could you know do more with that in the live action part like you know the the, the song that morgan sings it's like oh yeah you're bell in this in this this um yeah mm-hmm. mm-hmm. at one point she's like, she's climbing up some boxes and then there's a splash of water behind her like the little mermaid <laughs> mm-hmm. that too yeah they just then, they just work them in there yeah and then the cinderella moment with the dress and shreds <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah, so I I think they just kind of went for it more with this one because they're like, well, we're doing, you know, you know the yeah. live action fairy tale stuff. So I'm yeah. like, you know, this although is- unless I missed it, they did miss uh, an opportunity to 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 for a reference because um, I think it's during the villain song when um, Maya Rudolph is a uh, you know coming up with her her plan and we see she's got like the spinning wheel and a poison mm-hmm. apple and at one point she opens a cabinet and there's like bottles and it's oh. like the drink it's like the drink me bottle from like mm-hmm. alice in wonderland mm-hmm. but i really was like come on where's the poison for kuzco in this cabinet? Yes. <laughs> with the love <laughs> why is there not a bottle with a with a partially falling off llama sticker on it mm-hmm. i i want to go I back and look like, and see if there is one yeah <laughs> i i think i think it's there it's just behind everything yeah when when they when they set it up they're like oh well here let's just kind of go in the back and if you see it yeah. great. Uh, um, <laughs> you know you know the, the the big thing about this movie is they could have gone just so utterly disney channel movie cornball with this Mm-hmm. And and it kind of walks that line, but it doesn't go over it. And it's yes. still like, yeah, we didn't cheap. You know, this isn't this isn't a cheap cash grab. Although, yeah, a, a, an argument could be made. Um, but you know, we actually took care to to tell the story, to be you know be true to the characters, 
to a degree. I mean, they kind of wrote Robert out, although I, with the way the plot was, I don't know what you would have him do until the end anyway. Right. Um, and who knows, this could have been his return to Grey's Anatomy at the time, if memory serves. Who knows? That's what so, happened with, that's what happened with um, why Edward's not in it a whole lot is because yeah, because um, James they, Marsden was filming like two other things at the same time. Yeah, but that, that's why I, the excuse that he stays behind is kind of flimsy, but it's like, oh, they probably couldn't get him to film, so they could just get him to, you know, yeah. do voice do, do do voiceover and call it good. Yep. It's like it's really convenient that all of the stuff in you know fairy tale land is all animated because then you don't actually need the. The actors yeah. on set you can just put them in a recording booth and then animate thusly yeah so yeah that worked that worked out well so that's one of the uh one of the uh reasons though that giselle has never been made an official disney princess because yeah all the rest of the disney princesses don't look like they're voice actresses they may still have like a little bit maybe in their look like they may take a little yeah. bit of like facial stuff but, yeah, but, but they giselle don't look is... exactly giselle looks exactly like amy adams which means they yeah. would have to have the rights to amy adams look yep her image for the rest of her life wow <laughs> which, you know i get it i get it it's all a business which, and you know yeah but it's like would have been nice to have her like as as one of part of the lineup just because like she is just sort of she is like the 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 tribute to all of the great disney princesses she's kind of the homage the ultimate homage to to all of it and it just mm -hmm. yeah between amy adams acting and the dancing and her costumes and the animation you know the, the animated parts where, where she's you know the animated version it just mm -hmm. it's like it all just kind of puts you in that mindset of these are all the the, the amazing princess movies that disney is so good at she embodies it just so well yes and you know and she could she could have been i mean i've never i don't know if i've ever seen any interviews of her where she talks about enchanted because i mean i've seen her in other things and you know very serious um you know like in superman and, and that kind of stuff and, and in serious roles but she just looks like she's having a blast with it, you know. In, mm -hmm. both, in both movies, she's just having a really, really good time. And I'm like, man, you, it's like you own it, girl. Just, just mm -hmm. own it. It is so much fun. Yeah, this is it's definitely one of those where it's like, yeah, this is one of those movies where it's like it's not necessarily groundbreaking in any way no it's not, but it's it yeah but it just it doesn't take itself so you know so seriously so you can have you could just have fun mm -hmm. and, it, and, it, and it is it is a fun movie and i and it's not mean-spirited it's not you know wagging your finger at at, at the genre and like oh you know how dare you like this it's like here's all the tropes we love some are a little goofy but that's why we love them mm -hmm. yeah and it tells like... a good story and there it goes mm -hmm. it's like remember all the reasons why you love these things yes 
here it all is in one happy package i mean obviously especially with the first one you've also got you know some decent uh bodies working on it as well as well you know mm-hmm. you've got um you know the guy that uh directed it bill uh kevin lima he also mm-hmm. did like the goofy movie oh yeah uh, which you know of course we love uh mm-hmm. <laughs> so and and that's um, another one it's like oh you know you could have made you could have just been so you're gonna just make fun of it in a really mean way but it's like no this is this is the character that we love and here's yeah. how we put him in a different situation so yeah, yeah it kind of makes sense he's the one who directed this yeah you got alan Menken doing the music which i think is amazing yeah him and howard ashman were the ones who brought about the you know the, the disney fairy tale musical renaissance yeah renaissance and so you know you got the guy who worked on the originals and he's working on something that's an affectionate parody and it's like yep it's got you know stamp of approval yeah and steven schwartz also helped as well so yeah. um and, you know he's no slouch in the uh nope in the uh musical theater no yeah godspell pippin wicked again adina menzel uh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a fun one it's you know both these movies are a lot of fun i uh, like i didn't want i didn't think that enchanted needed a sequel and i know we're all kind of like oh we got to reboot everything and uh, it it gets kind of tiresome especially they don't do it very well but this one the the fact that it's on streaming and they didn't send it to the theaters that helps for sure but it's it's just fun you know put it on while you're you know decorating the christmas tree or making christmas goodies or whatever and just just enjoy it or you know watch it with your kids if you got kids mm-hmm. or or just turn you know, on the soundtracks just turn it on mm-hmm. i mean the music is still fantastic mm-hmm. all right watch it back to back if you haven't watched it in a while that's basically what i did this weekend is yeah watch the first one on saturday and then i while i was making i was making some christmas goodies yesterday i was like oh i'll put it up yeah i watch it while i'm doing this obviously it was, it was i was a good time. I was a little busy this weekend, but I watched them back to back this morning. So, you know, I was working on emails for work. So doing some doing some paperwork type stuff for work, whereas like I'm just copying and pasting stuff into one thing into another. So it's like it's busy work, so it's really you know, so that's the type of thing you kind of want to have on in the background. Yep. So so yeah, I mean I doubt we'll get another one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think we need I don't, another one. I don't, I don't, I don't see why we would need one. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I think as far as sequels is concerned, especially because it's been so much time. So mm-hmm. I think in universe, it's been like ten years, but out here, obviously, it's been fifteen. Um, yeah. That. Uh, enough time has passed that it kind of makes sense like oh what have these characters been up to since Mm -hmm. then and it gives us a bit more mythology you know how the magic is connected Mm -hmm. um you know from the real world to you know the fairy tale world um so and i think after you know coming after 
we've had a series like once upon a time right um it also i think is a little appropriate and we have things like the you know the descendants and stuff where mm-hmm. uh you know they're taking these well-known disney characters and you know changing them around a little mm-hmm. so yeah i i i think all things considering i think this is i think uh you know it it's a I don't know if appropriate. It's a right, right word I'm looking for, but it's it's, it's solid. Yeah, it, it's solid. It's not. It does not feel like just a cash grab. I mean, they could have easily, you know, they mm-hmm. obviously took the time. Uh, granted, this sequel actually has been in production, air quotes, since like 2010. So yeah, it's been in development yeah. hell for 12 years. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, the fact and that one they thing, got made at all, yeah, and, yeah. And like I said, I'm they, sure, I'm sure the fact that they have Disney Plus now, they have a streaming service to put it on. I think that probably yeah. helped. That the, that I'm know, certainly that thing. helped. But it's it's obvious yeah. that they made sure they wrote a script that, like you were saying, Chrissy, they're true to the characters. They don't feel mm-hmm. like they have completely, like they don't get who the characters were and this is it's believable that this is where the characters could be yeah after all this time yeah Mm -hmm. and they don't just rehash the first one like some sequels i could pick a name yeah like we don't have a villain in this one we just have a unfortunate circumstance yeah brought on by good intentions of all things right so yes and you know wishes just go awry that is that is oh yes it's true that is well and truly established in mm-hmm. the lore of wishing you've got to be and careful always, what you wish for uh-huh. always the fine print. And, yeah uh, i mean to quit and it, it kind of comes yeah well and it also kind of comes full circle because giselle ended up in new york the first time, you know, at the very beginning, because granted it was the evil queen in disguise, but she's like, it's your wedding day. You should make a wish because it's the most mm-hmm. magical day of your life. So Giselle is in the middle of making a wish when she gets pushed out yeah. of her realm into New York City. So it's like it. this whole thing with her started with a wish and then continues with a wish so i thought that was kind of uh a nice little yeah so it's yeah it's it's yeah it all works out yeah although i i do love at the end and you know edward and nancy come back and they're like here's a plate where you it will give you anything you you want to wish to eat are we sure that's all it does yes yes. (laughs) why don't you do the wishing this time (laughs) Why did they give? Why did they think that giving the, the, the a mag, a magical wishing wand to a baby? I don't know. I kind no. of got the feeling like you should put this away until she's old enough to understand it. Right? It like if it had, maybe maybe if it had just come from Edward, I could understand because Edward's kind of stupid. Right. You know, he he kind of is that good-looking kind of not so bright yeah. prince yeah. trope, but he means well. Yes, um, but Nancy, she's not stupid. No, no, no. 
But you definitely get caught up in all of the fairy tale wow and all sorts, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I, I I think there's probably something in the water or something, because you know, it's like when Morgan uh you know lands there and uh they find the tree and is it that or is it somewhere or is it earlier when they're delivering the wand and and they nancy starts to sing and she's like does everybody have to break into song can nobody just talk mm-hmm. and giselle is like nope <laughs> it's like does anyone just speak words she's like not if we can help it <laughs> goody so but it was nice to finally hear adina menzel sing and the mm-hmm. fact that she oh, gets yeah. a couple a couple of opportunities to sing uh, oh yeah is and, is know, nice though and credits too so it's yeah like, okay yeah. you made up for not i mean i, I know she's like you know this is this is post frozen too so yeah. it's like yes uh, i mean I, I mean she was a well-known broadway actress like wicked was a huge thing in 2007 Oh yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. Wicked oh, opened yeah. in like 2003 or yeah. something like that. So yeah, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, like every, I was, I was. I mean, Stephen Schwartz did Wicked, yeah. so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I had just graduated college uh, that summer, 2007. So yeah. like everybody I knew at college, like they all had the Wicked soundtrack. Everybody listened to it. We all had the CDs. Oh yeah. Cars. Yeah. And it was just so it's like. You you have a Dina Menzel and you don't have her sing and it's a musical, but yeah. But, but like I said, Adina actually appreciated that in the right. first movie. She was like, finally, yeah. I could just be an actress. Yes, yeah, I did. I did see that, which you know I can respect. I can totally, I I, I can totally understand. Yeah, but, you know. But then she gets to do both in the second one. So it all works. Yes. Yep. Yeah, until they bust Elsa out for something else, you know, she's got to do something. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there'll be another Frozen project. There always is. Yep. I like Frozen. I just don't like all the oversaturation of it. That's another story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll give Frozen to today one of these episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else we want to talk about, or are we good? We're good. Yeah, we're good. It's 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 cute. I liked it. Yeah. I don't. I That's don't. It. I don't. I don't see what all the 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 fuss is about. Like, is it is it perfect? Is it ama- absolutely amazing? Yeah. No, but it's cute. It's fun. I mean, yeah. it's just one of those where it's like you got a couple hours to to fill, and you just kind of want something yeah. a little fluffy that doesn't require a lot of brain yeah. power. This is definitely it. Yeah, yeah. And, and like and like I've said several times in this podcast, like if it had been in theaters, you know, where you'd have to actually go to it and see it and spend all that money on tickets and concessions and stuff, yeah, I could see where you'd be a little upset, like, oh, this isn't that great a movie, but it's on streaming, so yeah, it's, it's definitely stream worthy. Yeah, it, it's you know, streaming is is the new like direct to DVD or you know, direct to TV, whatever, yeah, sort of thing, and it's it's fine. You know, yeah. put it on, enjoy it. It's the Christmas season. Well, you know, you're you're doing all your hustle and bustle and whatever. Or over Christmas break, pop it in and you know, pull it up and enjoy it. Yeah, that's all. It's, it's inoffensive. You might actually have some fun with it. Yep. So, 
Anyway, well, if any of our listeners have seen either Enchanted or Disenchanted and want to chime in with their thoughts or, you know, anything else we talked about on the podcast, uh, you can drop us a line in our feedback. Our email address is fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also visit our website, which is the fiveishfangirls at g or the fiveish female. I can talk, guys. Sorry, I can say. <laughs> The fiveishfangirls.com. That's our website. Holy cow. Uh, and that's where you find links to all our social media stuff, to our uh, Patreon, to our merch shop. Um, like if you leave comments on Facebook or Instagram or any of those places, we'll treat that as as, um, as feedback and read that out. And obviously you can see the pictures from Rachel's adventures at GalaxyCon. So check that out as well. And Hope you all are doing well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support and all your just all your support. That's all. We love you guys and hope you're doing well as 2022 winds down. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. So with that we shall not sing because nobody no. wants to hear that uh but we shall definitely sign off <laughs> i'm tired <laughs> this is chrissy from salt lake city saying good night and no i have not turned into a toad so it feels this like is it. holly from wisconsin saying good evening and i haven't turned into a pumpkin yet <laughs> and this is Rachel in Indianapolis, Indiana. Never fear! We will come up with something very smart at the very last minute that solves all our problems. You have been listening to the Five Ish Fangirls podcast. You can find more episodes and information at thefiveishfangirls.com. Any and all books, movies, games, and any other forms of media mentioned are owned and operated by the respective copyright holders. No copyright infringement is intended or implied. If you wish to support the show, the easiest way is to leave us a rating and review. More ratings and reviews will make it easier for others to find the show. If you wish to support us monetarily, you can do so at patreon.com slash fiveishfangirlspodcast. All money goes towards fees and equipment to keep the show going. For official Fiveish Fangirls merchandise, visit redbubble.com slash people slash fiveishfangirls. We love hearing from our listeners and encourage feedback. You can email us at fiveishfangirls at gmail.com. You can also like and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash fiveishfangirls. Thank you so much for listening and may the squee be with you.